Can the Arizona Cardinals continue their momentum in week five against Cincinnati? Let's discuss. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use co- code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred. So this is going to be a very interesting matchup for so many different reasons. So many different reasons. The Arizona Cardinals are riding high, even though they're one in three. The Cincinnati Bengals are limping along, no pun intended, with Joe Burrow dealing with the calf injury. Jamar Chase playing under his potential because of it. T. Higgins going to miss this game. Joe Mixon's playing fine, but the offensive line isn't what they thought it was going to be after bringing over Orlando Brown in the offseason. Two teams with two rapidly different trajectories as we currently sit, going the opposite of what we thought these teams' trajectories would be through four weeks. It's arguable the Cardinals are playing better football. And it's not necessarily fair because Joe Burrow has been hurt. And, you know, I talked to the boys from Locked on Bengals asking if there was ever a world where a 60% Joe Burrow was less than a 100% Jake Browning, their backup quarterback. And I got looked at with, no. If Joe Burrow can stand, he's playing. And, and, And it makes sense. It makes sense. Now, going into Sunday, there are three things the Cardinals need to do to continue the momentum. I'm going to break these up over the first two segments. And I'll talk about, you know, traditional path to victory, give my prediction, et cetera. Um, Cardinals got some help last night. The Chicago Bears getting a W on the road on Thursday night football. It's wild how the first four weeks of his season and the first eight weeks of his season can be incredibly different. The Cardinals have the eighth and 13th overall picks, respectively, with theirs in Houston's. They could easily have two top five picks through eight weeks. It's going to be fascinating to see. What happens through the next month or so as the second chapter of the 2023 NFL season commences. But all in all, it's been a hell of a first month for the Cardinals. Not so great for the Bengals. Now, what do the Cardinals need to do in an effort to continue the momentum? One is kind of omnipresent, and I'm going to take this entire first segment to talk about this because it's from the coaching aspect. Jonathan Gannon needs to continue to keep these guys ready to play on game day. Preparation, practice cohesion like these guys are playing like they've played together for a long time Joshua Dobbs has been with the team for two months and again I was wrong I'm assuming there's no way Clayton two could play better football than who Joshua Dobbs than what Joshua Dobbs is playing right now I was wrong um I was going more of the excitement of the unknown as opposed to the Joshua Dobbs would have been starting somewhere if he was good enough to be starting somewhere up until this point In this system, in Drew Petzing's offense, he's running it like, you know, like the conductor of an orchestra. And that's wildly exciting. 
So with Jonathan Gannon preparation, Drew Petzing continued to evolve this offense, not just with, you know, trickeration, not just with play action, as these players continue to get more comfortable, especially peppering in Trey McBride and Michael Wilson a little bit more. Let's see what Trey McBride is made of. Let's see if they can kind of parse out those targets from the majority of them being to Zach Ertz to, you know, spreading them out with Trey McBride. And that's obviously Josh Dobbs has found an immediate friend in Zach Ertz. Not the first time. Kyler Murray did right when Zach Ertz came over from Philly in that trade. But being able to diversify your portfolio is massive in the growth process. Michael Wilson, hopefully we'll see 10 targets. Hollywood Brown, 10 targets. This is Hollywood Brown, and I talked about this before the season started. This is Hollywood Brown's audition for his contract. And so far, so good. It doesn't really matter who the quarterback's been. Hollywood Brown has been able to produce, you know, when he's been healthy. Drew Petzing's offense needs to continue to evolve. It needs to continue to keep opposing defenses guessing. Because remember, and I don't think this is something that can be easily forgotten, the Cardinals usually have less talent than the opposition. But the most talented doesn't always win. It's usually the best coached with a good level of talent at least. And that's what we've seen from the Cardinals. Nick Rallis, this is the big one. This is the big one. This defense needs to level up. And it's it's a difficult task uh, for him, for the 30-year-old. But... You know, Buda Baker will be back in the next couple of weeks. Zayvon Collins has played fine, but, you know, not necessarily to the level that maybe we expected in year, in year three. Because your White's been as advertised. The corners haven't, you know, I mean, like, you can't ask a whole lot from this defense, especially the corners. I mean, these guys aren't starting guys except for Marco Wilson. Control Clark has played fine. Um, We'll see what the rookie Garrett Williams looks like if he is activated for Sunday. I'm sure he'll be on some sort of snap count as he, you know, warms back up from the ACL injury that he suffered in Syracuse last season. But Nick Rallis has the biggest task this season of the coordinators. He has less talent. And defense is predicated upon instinct, talent, and trust. And the defense for the Cardinals just isn't. Now, Just like what Drew Petzing is doing with proof of concept on offense, that's what Nick Rallis needs to continue to grow with and to continue to instill on the defensive side of the ball. So when this offseason happens and there's an infusion of talent, whether it be free agency or the draft or both, most likely both, the foundation will be set in place. And now you just replace less talented players with more talented players and you're off to the races. But all in all, the biggest thing the Cardinals need to do in an effort to continue this momentum, Jonathan Gannon needs to keep people's heads straight, believing in the process. Drew Petzing's offense needs to continue to evolve and not take step backwards. And Nick Rallis needs to get as much as he can from the talent that he has. And it seems cliched. It seems obvious. But those simple things are very difficult to implement. And the Cardinals have done a very good job so far by, you know, for the most part, in doing just that through four weeks, 
this is a very, very difficult opponent, regardless of if Joe Burrow was 30% or 100%. He said he was ready to rock after they got embarrassed by Tennessee last week. So this is the first game, potentially, where we're going to see full Joe Burrow this year, and the defense needs to be ready. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Two other things that the Cardinals need to do in an effort to continue this momentum. These are player-centric, and um, I'm excited to discuss them next. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Bird Dogs. I don't take my bird dogs off usually, especially when it starts, you know, so like they've got the shorts I'm going to talk about. They've got the joggers that I'm really going to talk about for warm weather in Phoenix, cooler weather. As we start to cool off a little bit, bird dogs has everything that you could possibly need. Okay. They've got those stretch khaki shorts that I talked about are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They do the same exact thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. Okay. They're functional for any occasion. Golf, date, evening out, pool, workout, whatever it is. And they use anti-stink sweat uh, wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or use promo code locked on NFL at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NFL for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Alex Lancy, Friday. I can't believe it's week five. Cherish these games. Don't take this for granted. It's going to be week 14 before you know it. The first month of the season has gone by lightning fast. And it's something that I implore people. Appreciate every second. (laughs) Appreciate every second. Go to the YouTube channel, please. Like, subscribe. Uh, Turn the notifications on. Um, If you want to go and um, leave a review. You're welcome to. Uh, I would enjoy it. Um, And uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out. Two things on top of the coaching staff continuing to grow, mature, and evolve where they're in their first role or the the first experience in their current role and they think they're doing a masterful job. I mean, we're kind of grading on a curve a little bit here, but Jonathan Gannon has got this team completely shifted from where they were the last four seasons, last five seasons. And it didn't take very long. Now, we'll see if the Cardinals lose five or six in a row, if they're one and seven, things like that. You know, the malaise of losing the new coach energy from players may wear off. We don't know, but that's where the mental fortitude comes in when you know chances are you're going to lose more games than you win in 2023 in an effort to build the foundation for the future. This is just another day for Jonathan Gannon to start to rebuild what the last regime uh, fractured. Now, the two other things the Cardinals need to do to continue to gain momentum. One, Joshua Dobbs needs to continue to play like he has. You don't need Joshua Dobbs to be a pro bowler for this offense to work. You need Joshua Dobbs to turn the ball over with as you know, with the infrequency that he has already. He had the two fumbles, his week one start that he's been with, with the Cardinals for 15 minutes. He's been very good with the ball. He hasn't thrown any errant passes. He hasn't rushed or tried to sp- uh, thread the needle between two or three defenders, a la Matthew Stafford and others that, that result in turnovers, Jared Goff. He's been very, very responsible with the football. And if you don't have mental errors, we can talk about the mental errors on defense with personal fouls and penalties, et cetera. But on offense, if you don't have mental errors from your quarterback, you're in any game. Turnovers are the great equalizer. Points off turnovers are the great equalizer. And the Cardinals haven't 
dealt with that. Well, you know what? They played great except for that one pick six. They they played great except for that, you know, that one ill-advised throw that gave X team, you know, a, a short field. They ended up getting three that ended up being the, you know, the, the, um, you know, the final tally difference at the end of the game. Joshua Dawes has been great. And you don't need him to be any better than he is. I said a couple days ago, I think that he doesn't, you know, maybe running the ball 10, 12 more times a game, depending on game script, not necessarily just with James Conner. If they have Corey Clement, they bring up Damian Williams who they signed to the practice squad, practice squad. Damian Williams is like four years removed from being one of the better running backs in football, dual threat running backs. So if he's got any juice left in the tank, the Cardinals could have got a diamond in the rough there. He's a perfect compliment. Like Damian Williams in Kansas city. And I know it's Kansas city. I know it was four years ago or whatever it was four years ago. It was right. It was right before, um, the pandemic year. Cause I think he sat out that year and then he was, he never was the same. I think he went to the bears and then, and then he's kind of dissipated since, but if you can get him in there, take some load off. And, and these, the idea is to not have Joshua Dobbs throw the ball 40 times and run the ball 12 times a game, because not only for, you know, his safety, his durability, um, even though he's, you know, he's a, he's a big guy. Um, he could, you know, he could handle some, some hits and stuff, but I'm also thinking about this. Like when Kyler Murray comes back, you don't want Kyler Murray throwing the ball 40 times and running the ball 12 times a game. So if you're going to be catering this offense around Kyler Murray and using Joshua Dobbs as proof of concept in some respects, tangentially, maybe leaning more on the run game like you did before. And I know San Francisco, the script was a little bit different. But if you can run the ball 25 times a game between James Conner and Keontae Ingram and Damon Williams or Corey Clement, whoever it may be, 30 times a game, that's a win. It'll set up play action, allow Josh Dobbs to throw the ball maybe 25, 30 times. I know it's only 11 difference, but it's a big deal. You know, controlling the clock, things like that. It would just be nice to see the usage of the quarterback not necessarily need to be that high for the Cardinals to stay in games. If it is, it is. But that would be, you know, a nice goal to not have Joshua Dobbs throwing the ball as much as he has to keep Cardinals in games. And the second one is Michael Wilson. This is not just for this season. The three things the Cardinals need to do to continue momentum, coaching staff needs to continue to get better as they are. Joshua Dobbs needs to continue to do what he's doing. And Michael Wilson is like, (sighs) Michael Wilson could be the standout rookie this year in the wide receiver position. He's played very well the last two weeks. The game is not too fast for him. He's big. He made an incredible, I think it was his second touchdown catch on the far side in in the end zone, toe tap, catch, roll in. It was great. Like, those are things that you don't really teach. It's like a running back having a nose for the end zone. You know, like... James Conner, for example, knows for the end zone. LaDainian Tomlinson knows for the end zone. Ezekiel Elliott, in, until the last couple of seasons, just had a massive, you know, first and goal from the five, he's getting in. Christian McCaffrey, they're getting in. A lot of running backs. Kenyon Drake, namely with the Cardinals, didn't have a nose for the end zone. Couldn't get in. Michael Wilson has that veteran wide receiver wherewithal already. You can just tell. And it's not because of the sample size. If he has two catches for 25 yards every game for the rest of the year, he carries himself like he's been in the league for a while. And that is very, very important 
for young wide receivers. And if he can continue this trajectory hike, and you can look at the end of the 2023 season with Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore, we'll see, Michael Wilson, as your one, two, three punch, and then, yes, we can have the Marvin Harrison Jr. conversation. But if Michael Wilson becomes a steal in the third round, something that Steve Keim couldn't do in a decade, that is going to be massively beneficial for the Arizona Cardinals. Wildly beneficial. Well, yeah, it's obvious. No, these are things that happen. My dad always says this. Do good things and good things will happen. It's not always do your best, do good things good things will happen. What Monty Osborne and Jonathan Gannon have done this offseason, good. What this organization has done, good. Sometimes things just fall in your favor with Michael Wilson dropping to you in the third round. Maybe Garrett Williams, the ninth pick of the third round because of his injury in college. Like Coaching staff continues to get better. Joshua Dobbs stays the same. He doesn't need to get better. This is fine. And Michael Wilson takes off. Those are three things the Cardinals need to do in an effort to maintain this trajectory. And you know what? I'm here for it, and I'm bleeping stoked to be here through four weeks watching this team fight every week. This has been the most fulfilling first four games of a season I've had since covering the Cardinals starting in 2012. It is, because it's different. And it's not just, oh, it's not the last regime. It's different. Anything would be easier. No. It's different. And I think more people than not can feel it. What's the path to victory for the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday? There is one. Yes. And I will talk about it next as we roll on here. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Okay. You select two or more players, pick more or less in their projected stats, and place your entry. Testing my skills on prize picks this football season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn 10 bucks into 250 bucks with just a few taps. It's really simple to play. I can make my my picks and submit uh, my entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL. For first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Final segment Alex Lancey, excuse my throat situation. Um, getting over being sick over the last week. Something fierce is going around here in Phoenix. Um, hope everybody's staying safe, enjoying the cool down weather, and uh, hopefully an Arizona Cardinals victory on Sunday. And yes, I say that. Hopefully an Arizona Cardinals victory on Sunday because remember, they can't control what happens except for going and playing as well best they can. And they this is a gettable game, especially with Joe Burrow, you know, coming off injury, even if he is 100%. T. Higgins is going to be out. Um. Cardinals have not been great against the run, so Joe Mixon is a guy that you're going to have to watch out for. The path to victory for the Cardinals, three-prong. One, get after Joe Burrow. And I say this every week, but the reason why this is the most important thing is because the secondary isn't where it needs to be. And it's okay. It's a two-year off. It's a two-year rebuild. 
We'll see if Garrett Williams plays. At the time I'm recording this podcast, we know it's up in the air still. Um, the best friend of an inferior defensive back room is a good pass rush. Let's see what the kids got. Let's see if they can pepper in Cam Thomas a little bit more. Victor DiMacagey's been good. Jonathan Ledbetter's been fine on the interior. Let's see if Zayvon Collins can get there and get home. If you can rattle Joe Burrow when he's not 100%, he is kind of a sneaky, elusive outside of the pocket, but he's not going to have that in his bag when he's hobbled like this with a calf injury. Get into his kitchen, making maybe make him make um, some ill-advised throws and be opportunistic on the defensive side of the ball. Cardinals could be in this game. That's one. Number two, reestablish the run game. This is a must-do until they've got 13 carries for 18 yards. Run the ball. That's what they're good at. 12 personnel, run the ball. Trey McBride's one of the best blocking tight ends in football already. It's what he came out as out of Colorado State. He, George Kittle was his comp. Run the ball. 12 personnel, run the ball. It doesn't matter who the running back is. Maybe 60-40 James Conner if Keontae Ingram's healthy. Run the ball. Proof of concept. Pepper in the RPO. Fine. With Josh Dobbs keeping the ball. Long, sustained drives with the catalyst being the running attack is the biggest. And then feed Hollywood Brown and, and, and uh, Michael Wilson. It's obvious those are the two best weapons downfield. Zach Ertz is great in the flat. Trey McBride needs to find his spot. I'm assuming Drew Petzing throughout the year will find spots for him because everybody knows Trey McBride is going to be the guy moving forward. He's shown enough flashes to where it's time. He's kind of the Dallas Goddard in this situation, again, with Zach Ertz. Uh, Zach Ertz a couple years older than when Dallas Goddard came over and was drafted by Philly, but it's kind of that relationship, and especially when they're going to be on the field so much in 12 personnel together, Drew Petzing is going to have his choice of litter, and I'm telling you, Using Hollywood Brown down the field, getting Michael Wilson involved more, 10 targets. There's no reason why both of those guys shouldn't have 10 targets a week. And that gives the Cardinals the best chance to win. Run the ball, play action, get those two guys in space. Magical things can happen, and they have already. Despite being one and three, the Cardinals are still one of the most impressive teams through four weeks. If the coaching staff continues to move forward, if Joshua Dobbs continues to do what he's doing exactly, and if Michael Wilson can continue to take those steps up towards a fringe wide receiver one for the Cardinals, not only for now, for the future, Cardinals are going to be a problem. Cardinals are going to be a problem, and they're already beginning to be, and that is bleeping fantastic. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. I will talk to you on Monday.